Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello there, everyone. Good afternoon. Um, I'm Sasha Marina of the Sasha Marina Show. And today is That's the Movie, hosted by Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. So with those that are familiar with That's the Movie, you know what it's all about. I mean, the name is pretty self-explanatory. But for those that might be new tuning in to us or listening to Robert's episode for the first time, it's pretty much all behind. It's all about behind-the-scenes Hollywood, um, what's going on, you know, what movies, what are the rumors, what, you know, what celebrities are going to say what part, uh, you know, just all of that, all in 30 minutes. It's a lot to talk about. And, um, yeah, here's Robert. Hi. <laughs> hey, hey, Tosh. How's it going? Hey, bro. It's all right. So, uh, uh, what's going on, brother? Um. So, first bit. So small. Just uh, so everyone's you know wondering about Batman versus Superman. Is it going to be a good movie? Probably not. Most yeah, I've been wondering not. that since. Yeah. Okay. Ben Affleck was just being uh, interviewed um, on the Boston Globe about uh his new movie Gone Girl, and um, he True. started talking about how excited he is for this movie. He says that he loves the script and everything. He loves the director and the studio. And, yeah, the reason I wanted to mention this was because Ben Affleck um, is actually a very good writer and director himself, and he's always he's always known when something's crappy. He mentions it to the directors themselves, and there's tons of stories of him telling them about plot holes in a movie. So, and if it's good. So I'm thinking, you know, if Ben Affleck is um, either saying this because he has to, because he's, he has a contract with Warner Brothers, or is he saying it because he genuinely believes that this movie is actually going to be good and everyone's okay. going to love it. I don't necessarily believe that right now. But, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. So, anyways. Um, I think that, well, the fact that... Batman and Superman thing has been questionable of how good the actual movie might come out, no matter how good the script may be, is because obviously he was casted as Batman, and I feel yeah, and all the other casting choices since him. Yeah, I don't feel like he's. I don't know. I don't think he has what it takes. I mean, I guess we're all right now. We're just so like caught on to Christian Bale that just picturing another Batman. I mean, I'm sure that happens with other roles, but there's so much more to Batman. And I feel like um, this kid, not that he's a horrible actor, he's he's, he's good, but uh, I think it takes somebody with a little more, yeah, it takes somebody with a little more, you know, stuff. And this movie Gone Girl, I have seen the previews plenty of times already. Uh, um, It is a great story. I've seen it before. I, I keep. I think I've seen it like in these episodes of like crime scene investigations and stuff, or like Criminal Minds or something. Yeah. I've seen things like this before. Like you know, and the yeah. fact that they're putting it into a movie. Okay, you know, you know, he's supposed to yeah, be a sociopath. Yeah, but I guess the, the difference. The difference is, it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's David Fincher. You know, uh, this is a guy he takes his movie seriously. Fight Club, Social Network. 
if he's gonna if he's gonna take a you know a plain boring story like this has been done to death in pretty much almost every form of entertainment, maybe he can bring something to that story that lots of people haven't had before. So I don't know, maybe it'll be much more interesting. But everyone's thinking Gone Girls. Uh, at least the earliest reviews have been saying Gone Girls really good. So I'll just have well, to wait and see. I hope so. I have a, I, I, I'm, um, I've kind of tried to do some early screenings, but I wasn't chosen for one of them, so let's see if I get any. Oh, and before you go any further, and I forget, I saw The Equalizer. Yeah? Denzel, How yeah, was that? you know. It was, dude, like, honestly, I don't want to say too much because you know me, I might spoil a certain something. Um, but, like, I, I saw it here in Aventura Mall here in Miami, Florida, and it was sold out both, like, as they, the, the movie is sold on. That's one thing I have to tell you guys. The movie is, like, two hours and a half. Like, they didn't have, they had a showing at 7 and then another showing at 10. And, you know, especially if it's a new movie, you, you expect for it to be a showing every hour. But I guess it was so long, and they didn't have enough theaters to do so many showings, whatever. Point is, we waited in line for an hour. Um, the line was packed. The movie theater was packed. Uh... And there was a lot of rumors it being similar to his Oscar-winning performance in Training Day. No, it's not. It is not. So don't go in there thinking you're going to see another Training Day. It's not it's, any. It's just, it's just because uh, we have we have anybody related to Training Day attached to a movie and Denzel Washington. Everyone thinks it's going to be as good as Training Day. No, you, you know I don't think that this role is even going to get him a nomination. You know, depending on what other movies are are in, in the run. We, we haven't even gotten we haven't gotten the we haven't gotten to the movies that are going to be Oscar nominated exactly. yet this year. I in think the come so. November, here, yeah. There's going to be a tons of movies that are going to be nominated for Oscars already. I can see Tommy Lee Jones' uh, movie he's is he's directing is going to be nominated for something. Uh, so you can just see tons of crap being nominated. Gone Girl is probably going to be nominated. Whether I think it's for directing or, or maybe or maybe supporting uh, actress or lead actress, you know. Yeah, likely. I because think I don't I don't see or, I don't see Ben Affleck getting to getting nominated for an Oscar for at least acting. Um, I, I mean, like, we haven't seen we have there's no there hasn't been any sort of competition for Oscar material yet this year, like you said. Like I haven't. Yeah, I, I know, I, I know, I know. I know, I know there's going to be tons of stuff, but I'm saying. But I'm saying from Gone Girl, from nominations, at least from what I know from ben, from Ben Affleck, that I for sure know he won't be nominated for an act for an Oscar, at least for lead actor. I know for sure that yeah. won't happen. If it does, then I'm wrong. But I just don't think it's gonna happen, no matter how good he does it in Gone Girl, if he does good. Well, point is that the movie is very long. Um, Denzel is a badass, like you know, he is like the black yeah. man it. like you know, like that's, that's it, like. <laughs> You know what I'm Everything saying, but uh, but other than that, um, the action is great. There is this occasional bloody scene, whatever. Not to say anymore, but if you guys go and see this movie, I I want to know how satisfied. Like I wasn't satisfied at the end of the movie. You know, you you get what everybody wants. You know, I can't say so much either. But you you get a feeling of like, okay, good, but there's something missing. Like it was all just too good. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, Robert, you should try to go see this movie and maybe you'll kind of understand what I'm coming from. It was just, um, I mean, it was a good movie. It was a good action movie and that's it. You know? (laughs) Okay, so anyways, um, next bit, small, but uh, 
Brian Singer is officially signed on to direct X-Men Apocalypse. The reason I mention it is because we all knew he was going to direct it, but he wasn't signed on officially to direct the movie. And also, this will apparently be the end of the story of um, X-Men First Class. So that means that this will be the last time we see James McAvoy and um, Michael Fassbender as as young Magneto and young uh, Professor Xavier. Really? Yeah. And since mm-hmm. this is going to take in, take place in, like, the 1980s, around there, I think 1984, I'm not too sure, um, uh, this means that they're going to recast some of the some of the, uh, the characters from, you know, the old X-Men movies like Cyclops and Jean Grey. They're going to recast, they're going to get younger actors to play them. So since okay. this, since Days of Future Past, spoilers, um, changed a lot of stuff for the movie. It pretty much just redid the whole franchise. That means that they can go anywhere they want from here now. So, yeah, we might even see Deadpool in it. I don't know. Because Deadpool, the movie, is going to be coming out the same year as X-Men Apocalypse 2016, but just a few months before in February. Okay. So there we have that. Interesting. So we are expecting more from the X-Men. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so hopefully it's as good as Days of Future Past. It's probably going to be even better. It's been a while since we have a good <clears throat> X-Men movie. At least a good original, you know, X-Men cast movie and stuff. So, casting news. Um, so Maze Runner was getting a sequel. I think I talked about this last week, how movies are just getting sequels left and right because of Marvel. Marvel okay. has ruined um, the movie, I mean, the whole Hollywood sequel thing, but at the same time, it's done a great job on their end. So now we're getting a sequel already, and the movie is still in theaters right now, and um, they have already an actor casted as the villain, and it's, um, if anybody watches Game of Thrones, it's Littlefinger. Um, the actor's name is Aiden Gillen, that's his name. So yeah, he uh, he plays Peter Baelish in um in Game of Thrones. Sasha, I don't think you've ever seen Game of Thrones. So you don't know who the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> you no, probably know no, his no. face when when you if if you'd see a picture, you know his face. So yeah, he's gonna be a villain in the movie. And in Game of Thrones, he's managed to play like this the best anti-hero ever. Like you don't really know if he's actually good, but he does tons of mm-hmm. good things. But then he also does lots of terrible things. So you never know. He's just literally mm-hmm. right in between the moral spectrum. So if okay. he's going to play a villain, that's, that'll probably be really awesome. So more casting news is that uh, for Ted 2, I think I talked about how Morgan Freeman's going to be in the movie and he's apparently having a big role. Also, Liam Neeson's going to be in the movie. So Seth MacFarlane took to Twitter and uh, he said, and I quote, yesterday, Liam Neeson, today, Morgan Freeman. Not a bad week <laughs> for hashtag Ted 2. <laughs> so, yeah, this was like a, a few few days ago. Um, yeah, so Liam Neeson's going to be in a movie, and that would make sense because Liam Neeson was in um, Million Ways to Die in the West. So, true. Be pretty cool to see him in this movie. But it wasn't, it was kind of, I mean, I don't know, okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, that movie was definitely was definitely Family Guy humor and, modern, and the yeah. new Family Guy humor. So, if you don't like Family Guy, then you definitely won't like those movies, and that's okay. 
It's not a movie for everyone. I don't think he tried to make it for everyone. So, uh, next bit is... Um, so, apparently Hollywood can't get freaking enough about the Bourne franchise. So now we're having another franchise written by the same uh, writer from the Bourne series. And it's called The Jansen Directive. So, Robert Ludlum, um, he's the writer of the Bourne movies. I mean, Bourne books. Um, the Jansen Directive is pretty much the same concept of Bourne. Um, it stars a guy who's an ex-Navy SEAL who starts, who's targeted by the U.S. government after taking part in a rescue mission that goes horribly wrong. So it's another guy who can be a total badass getting hunted by the government and the U.S. government mm-hmm. specifically. And the lead actor, this has been this has been you know, rumored for a while, is uh, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, will be playing the lead. So another action movie for Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I guess that's cool. I mean, maybe uh, it's kind of weird to see the Rock as as a born type character. So I wonder how you how they'll make how you make this his own his own. You know. Mhm. So we'll be watching out for that. So next bit of news is for Avengers: Age of Ultron. So recently, you know, Avengers: Age of Ultron, everyone's like wants to see this movie like so badly. I know I want to see anything from it. We we had a crappy teaser trailer that was not even involved. It didn't involve any footage from the movie, but apparently the trailer is uh, going to be released along with Interstellar, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, which comes out November seventh of this year. And apparently it was because Warner Brothers announced it at an expo in Russia, in Russia, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, talking about the last quarter, the quarter four of two thousand fourteen, and their releases. And it says that uh, that trailer will be there. And this is like, this was like, um, the news was broken by some sort of Russian website called Film Pro. So at first I thought, I'm like, oh, this might be just a rumor, but apparently it was at an expo. So I don't know when the U.S. will announce the U.S. versions of, uh, you know, Disney, uh, the market, um, you know, the division of Warner Brothers here and Disney and Marvel will be announcing that. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, next is uh, Why the Last Man. Why, as in, you know, the letter Y. Um, is a comic book series that came out back in, that started back in 2001. And ever since then, about, well, not, not since then, since 2004, actually, um, Screen Gems acquired the rights for the movie uh, to make to make, you know, this comic book a movie. And the comic book, what it is, is that it follows this uh, this guy and his pet monkey, which is also a man. And at one moment, at one point, uh, they were he was having a normal day, and suddenly every single man, every male, every everything on the planet with a Y chromosome died. So that means babies that were still in the fetus, ba- animals and dogs and little boy dogs and everything, and it left and it left you know the world entirely populated by women. And one man and one male monkey, capuchin monkey. So that's the story. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a post-apocalyptic move, uh, movie, and it was, and it's, I mean, comic book. It's actually really good. So you know, the movie's been on and off for a while, and um, it's been you know developed for like years, ten years now actually. But lots of people have been wanting this to be either a TV series like The Walking Dead, I included, or the or a mm-hmm. miniseries of some kind, because. 
it's just like you know it would only work like that not a two-hour movie or at least not one movie it would probably be better as like four something like star wars so apparently that's what you know the directors had in mind and the writers but uh just a few days ago the director officially announced because they were going to lose their rights to the movie and it would go back to you know um the writers of the movie I mean of the of the of the comic book. So now the project is apparently dead. The no director way. took to Twitter and said that the mo- that the it's not going to happen at all. So it's going back to the um to the original writers. And I don't know where this is going. It'd be a really good story to see, you know, especially nowadays when everyone wants to wants to talk about um female equality and everything and <laughs> and the funny mm-hmm. thing is reading this comic book if you read it now you read back and you see there were uh some of the things you're talking about and it's exactly the same crap that people are saying now you know true and um it's like the it's the same arguments that using the same words and everything they haven't changed for years and it's pretty funny when you look back back at this it came over it came out over 10 years ago and people are still talking about the same thing but yeah. I don't know. I think I think if this were to happen, it'd be it, this is the perfect moment to release something like this. You know, have a TV series or a mini series would be perfect. Not a movie, but something like that. You know, maybe maybe you can they can do it like Sherlock. You know, Sherlock has like three seasons so far, and each episode's an hour and a half. You can do what two seasons of this, an hour and a half each episode, and you'd be mm-hmm. done with the whole series. But you know, you never get what you want. Uh, but sometimes you do. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool movie, so yeah, that's that's actually happening. I'm still I still can't get over that. That's gonna be so cool. But anyways, yeah, that's the sad sad news of the the wonderful possibility that could have been. So um, next bit of news is that uh, just small, but Quentin Tarantino, um, his next movie, Hateful Eight, will start shooting this December in Colorado. So yay! This movie is probably going to be coming out sometime fall next year, most likely. And yeah, it's going to be another western, and that'll be cool. More Quentin Tarantino westerns, more westerns in general. We need some more of those things. Those are really good. Movies. You really think so? Yeah, westerns are really good. I mean, the last time we've had any really like, like, where Hollywood had a flurry for westerns was even before I was born. So seeing some good westerns nowadays would be cool, you know. There's been a few, like five or six, but each of those movies were so good. That's the thing. Each of the westerns that have come out were really good, except Cowboys and Aliens, but that doesn't even count. Everyone can forget <laughs> about that, because that doesn't count as a western. So, uh, That's next... more like a fantasy western. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. out of <laughs> out of what westerns actually are. So, uh, anyways, um, next is also about X Men: Days of Future Past again. So we back back like last year, we heard that a lot of things were being cut from the movie from Days of Future Past, including uh, Anna Pack Paquin's um, Rogue. You know, she played Rogue in the previous movies, and she was and apparently she wasn't going to be in these movies. So we were like, oh no, that sucks. Well, not mm-hmm. really, but nobody really cared. So, anyways. Uh, apparently there's going to be a whole new um, version, a new like sort of director's cut called um, The Rogue Cut, and it's going to be this whole subplot of the movie of, of about um, about uh, Rogue. So we're going to have a lot more about Rogue, and it's going to be coming, and it's going to be coming out sometime next year. 
So they said there will be cool. over like ten minutes of new scenes added in it. So I'm assuming like what eleven minutes of, stu- of footage. Mm-hmm. The movie was long enough. It's not going to be something like Apocalypse Now, where you get like an hour extra of footage. But it would have been cool. But since lots of things were cut off, I'm assuming everything that was cut out was going to probably going to be put back into the movie. So it'll be cool. We'll get to see cool. that. So something I didn't know was happening that's been happening actually for years is that uh, Jack Kirby, who was um, one of the original artists of all the superheroes, all the Marvel superheroes, um, he pretty much you know, created how Spider-Man looks, how Captain America, and all these big characters that we have now, how they look. A, mm-hmm. They were apparently having a sort of um, over a copyright dispute with Marvel and Jack Kirby, you know, and Stan Lee. So back when they were creating these characters, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, um, Stan Lee worked for Marvel while Jack Kirby was was just uh, was just a what's it called? Uh, damn, what do you call those guys who who they who they use? He's pretty much a mercenary. That's what he was doing. I forget what, what's the official word for it, but he was not he was not working for Marvel. They were just hiring him to come in and do some work. So he wasn't legally an employee of Marvel while Stan Lee was. So at this time, you know, they were making all these superheroes and stuff, and a lot of the designs for all these superheroes came from him, from him, from Jack Kirby himself. And since then, you know, they've apparently been having a sort of legal dispute because of it. And apparently okay. they just settled it. They settled it right now, and it was out of the court. A few days, a few days like before the court, they're going to go to court. Um, Stan Lee settled it with uh, the estate of Kirby because Jack Kirby uh, passed away a few years ago. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. We weren't, we're not going to lose our super, the superhero rights. We're still going to be seeing superhero movies out and about. <laughs> At least Marvel ones. You know, talking about superheroes. See, Sasha, I, I was going to mention, because last week I talked about um, how... The Marvel, Marvel like themselves have been ruining um, how movies work now in Hollywood. The whole idea of it, and I was talking pretty much to myself. So I was going to say, mm-hmm. um, what they've been doing is that they've been planning their movies for years. Like after once they started with Iron Man, the only person who who knew what they what they wanted to do with the franchise of these Marvel movies and have them like a comic book and have a shared universe was um, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Feige, the CEO, the president. He was the only one that knew that. He's the only one that had that plan. So once it happened with the Avengers, they have now movies planned like up to 2028. And ever since then, people are already, every, every other studio is doing exactly what they're doing. Their movies haven't even been released and they're already planning sequels after another. Terminator is doing that with their next trilogy called Terminator Genesis. They already have the release date for two of their other movies, and the first one's not even halfway done with filming. So, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, I don't know if it's going to be a good, um, you know, habit that, that they're going to be taking, that, that every other Hollywood studio is going to be taking, but Marvel is, is the only one who's doing it, and it's doing it well. Even the Bourne mm-hmm. movies are doing it now, too. They have, like, five Bourne movies playing, planned already, and I'm like, what's up with that? And imagine all the other movies that I've played before even released, before the other ones were announced, you know? And the same guy's so, going to do all the Bourne, the Bourne movies? Matt yeah, Damon? like the Bourne movie. Yeah? yeah, exactly. They're going to have a shared universe. Matt Damon's, you know, getting another, 
Matt Damon's coming back to do more Bourne movies, but then also Jeremy Renner is going to come back to do his other Bourne movies, and they're probably going to have a and they're going to have a whole shared universe where the same thing's going to be happening, and it's going to affect their movies, and they're going to be going probably have uh, crossovers and stuff. I'm like, it all sounds cool, but the problem with that is that you don't know if it's going to work. You don't even the the sequel they re, they just did right now with Jeremy Renner sucked so bad, everyone hated it. And that's the only reason to bring back Matt Damon because it was so terrible without him. Do they think, oh, we need to bring back Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass, you know, the director? So mm-hmm. now they're going to try that to try and boost this other movie, and it's just really all becoming, you know, a product. I know the whole point is to make money, but still, it's it, at first nobody would, you know, it was so it was it was done in a way that nobody would know that it's you know just about making money. Everybody would be like, oh, look, they're making movies for everyone. These movies are going to be so awesome. They're putting all their heart into this movie. But now you just realize it's like out there in the headlines that they're just making it for money. And that sort of, you know, took, like, they just pulled down the, the curtains, like, in the middle of, the, of, the, of like, a dress rehearsal and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Not everybody knows. And it's kind, of a, it's, kind of a, it's kind of sad because these movies are already planned for so long and they come out and they're bad because they don't even know if anybody's going to like it the first time around. So they go ahead and film all these movies. The Hobbit is a is a perfect example of milking uh, just the, all the money they can out of a franchise. That movie didn't need so... I mean, that book didn't need so many movies. It needed one. One two-and-a-half-hour movie would have been freaking fine. But now we have a trilogy where the first movie is a complete bore fest and the worst thing I've ever seen. so boring. And then we got the second one, which is, like, you know, pretty entertaining. And I don't even know how the third one's going to be. Oh, I've just seen the previews to the third one. I mean, it looks like I mean, it's it looks just cool, going to be a But, war. I mean, so did the trailers for all the other ones. Yeah. So, I but don't I understand. Like this is, like, they've, like you said, they've milked it. So, like, this last one is going to be, like, like this whole war, just like the Lord of the Rings. Like the, that, what, I forget which part, what what movie it was, bro. That the whole movie was a freaking war. It was so annoying. Yeah, that I'm was like, Return I, of the like, King. After I think. An hour, yeah, like after that was, an yeah, hour, it was the final one. The same but thing, the thing is, I was that movie. Like, that's it. No, mm-hmm. but the reason that was like that is because Return of the King was a long ass book. It was the longest, and the movie needed to be long. But the thing is, those were all separate books. Each of the each of the sequels. So that made sense. You got The Hobbit that is a kid's book, and it's only mm-hmm. one book, and you're and you're having a franchise with three three movies. That's unnecessary, because then the movies get boring, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like how much can you do, and it and there's and it's missing so much to have three movies that they're actually adding extra things, you know, getting characters that had nothing to do with the book in the movies, mm-hmm. you know, just because there's nothing left. I'm like, what else are you gonna do? What can you really do with these movies? <laughs> what can you do? Don't know. <laughs> uh, Anywho. But, yeah. So good to what are you gonna do? I mean, we're not we're not putting any money to it, so I'm yeah, exactly. See it. Either so, way, I'm and on top of I'm wanting I'm wanting about movies that haven't even come out, so I don't know if it's gonna be good. Yeah. But I mean, sure. I, I guess I'm just I'm just I'm just mad because they plan these, they do that all the time, and the movies aren't good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then we're here. They come out in their bad movies. Here, like, oh my god, okay, you know, hoping that this will be any different. And then you go to the movies, you spend your fifteen dollars a ticket, and then yeah, it's the same old, same old. So it's, but I love yeah, it's very <laughs> annoying. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like they should just do do what everyone did back then with sequels. Few people well, are doing that, that now, like. Just see how the movies are when they first release. Like Twenty One Jump Street, it came out and they didn't expect it to be any anybody any they expect anybody to like it at all. So mm-hmm. then they so then it released and everybody was like, This is amazing And then after that they're like, Oh, people like these movies. Well, I guess we should make a sequel then and they do. And everyone liked loved the sequel, so they're like, Oh, I guess we should make another one and now they're making another one. Mm-hmm. You should see the, the reaction from the audience first before you just go ahead and make another movie, just because. Yeah, I mean, but like the thing Spider-Man. is, that these contracts are already written. Like you get me? Like they they already go into saying we're gonna make two 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 movies. So even if they didn't yeah, get a exact thing, yeah, I know, uh-huh. I, I know. That's that's the thing. But that's the pro- That's exactly the problem that I'm saying. You start planning all these movies, and you don't even know if anybody's actually gonna like it. I mean, look what happened with Amazing Spider-Man. If it would have been, if it would have been ten years ago, there wouldn't have been a, a, a sec, a third, a third Amazing Spider-Man in the work. You know? Yeah. Because the first yeah. one was okay, and people liked it, but then they released a sequel, and literally everyone hates it. Critics and audiences alike hate the movie, but mm-hmm. just because they're planning, they have this whole stupid franchise plan. We're gonna get another Amazing Spider-Man. And is it probably going to be better than the second one? Probably not. It's probably going to be just as bad or worse, if that's even possible. Yeah. That's the that's the problem I see with the, with movies, you know, having franchises like that. But whatever, what are we going to do? We're going to start wrapping up then, eh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you have? Uh, are are you going to go see any any films this week that you know uh, of yet? Yes, I just. I just watched uh, Men, Women, and Children. Men, Women, and Children is uh, the next movie from the guy who directed Juno and Up in the Air, and it's and it's this huge cast of of actors uh, like Adam Sandler and all these people. It's going to come out in November, but uh, I was able to see a screening, and yeah, I'm going to be filming that soon, and we'll be having it up soon. I was, yeah, I've I've kind of I've kind of delayed. I've gotten many invitations to go see the screening, and and I've I just. I guess the poster itself, you know, like some, there's certain things that attract you to to go watch a movie. I guess I, I've been very yeah. like blah about it, and I haven't. The, the only I reason that I really wanted to see it, uh, yeah. I saw the trailer and everything, but the only reason I wanted to see it was because Adam Sandler is in it, and he's not uh, doing a comedy role; he's doing a more serious role. And Adam Sandler is actually really good at doing that. You know, he's actually Wait. really entertaining to watch when he does um, when he does dramatic roles with. Probably an ounce of comedy, you know. Like the because one, he, like the one of Funny People. The Funny People. Yeah, Funny People really funny or Rain or Rain Over Me or Punch Drunk Love. Yes. Those type of stuff where he was just okay. where it was more, you know, a drama, and he does a mm-hmm. pretty good job at it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so I guess we have uh, to look forward to that as, as well as uh, Robert has a couple more videos. I'm, I'm sorry, guys, I'm still in the editing process, but one includes uh, director Mark Decree. Uh, from Space Command. Um, it's a pretty long interview, and I'll be releasing that uh, maybe even by the end of today, hopefully. 
Um, I'm still working on that. And all these videos of Robert or myself or any events that might cover, you can go to our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com backslash or forward slash the Sasha Marina Show. So our YouTube channel. Very easy to find. Um, or go to our site, the Sasha Marina Show.com. Um, you know, there you can find more where to go on our videos tab and so forth. And Robert, you want to tell them where to find you? Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, uh, just go at the real Robert A.H. or uh, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, and at Instagram at the real, at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo as well. And, uh, yeah. yep. And like his That's the Movie page. You can go to Facebook oh, yeah, or slash That's the Movie News, um, just if you can't find That's the Movie page. And, yeah, like that, like our Facebook page. Like I said before, it doesn't really hurt to like our Facebook page. It keeps you updated. Um, and, and I post a lot on our Facebook page. So, Oh, and download our app, yep. um, BlackBerry World, and Google Play. Yep. That's about it. Right. Okay, thank you yep. so much for tuning in today, guys. And uh, tune in to Robert's segment next week at the same time. Bye-bye. All right, that's a movie. <laughs> The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.